welcome. Well, you are at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we are so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. So today we have a beautiful guest, some of my favorites, Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck, and they are founders of CatholicCounselors.com, a telecounseling program for Catholics <coughs> to help with marriage, family, and personal problems, and Catholic Home, CatholicHOM.com, an online Catholic family formation platform. And there they discuss maintaining a good relationship with your adult children. Now, they've written a book called Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters. And this great book <coughs> is available at EWTNRC.com. And they also have a wonderful radio show called More to Life. And I get to listen to that show on Monday mornings before I come here um, while I'm getting ready to come here, which yes. is nice. And yes. I full of wisdom, full of grace, full of truth. Um, and they do a great job in beautifying the bride of Christ and helping all of us along the way. Well, this book, the topic, having meaningful, sometimes difficult conversations with your adult sons and daughters. Anybody ever experienced that? Some of us more than others. And it's just filled with many examples from mm -hmm. their shows, people calling in, from their counseling. Um, I have such important, there's such important matters I need to speak to my adult son and daughter about, about their faith, lapsing in faith, about their um, relationships with this one that they're with, um, sexual identity, and on and on and on. I, I need to speak with them. How do I speak with them? How do I communicate with them? Have we built up enough of a relationship and of deep soil mm. that I can raise these important issues that really have to do with their very souls. Mm. Um, and so they address all these things, give you good, good ways to communicate with your children, and really emphasize, you know, you have to have a relationship mm -hmm. and you have to connect with them in so many other areas in order to have the conversation that you want to have. They're not projects, mm -hmm. they're people, and maybe they don't feel you treat them like a person. How can I rebuild that relationship? How can this happen? How can I build up that soil so that we can, we can talk and they know that I'm for them, that I yes. love them, that you're the essence of what this is all about as well as what I want to address. But it's about you, us, and a loving relationship. So we'll be right back. Plenty more to come, having meaningful, sometimes difficult conversations with your adult sons and daughters. We'll be right back, don't go away. Welcome back. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and today our guests are Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck. Today we have Dr. and Lisa Popcheck, and they are founders of the CatholicCounselors.com, a teleconferencing program for Catholics to help with marriage, family, and personal problems, and CatholicHOM.com, an online Catholic family formation platform. And today they're here to discuss maintaining a good relationship with your adult children. And they've written a book called Having 
meaningful, sometimes difficult conversations with your adult sons and daughters. And this great book, and I highly recommend it, is available at EWTNRC.com. Well, we are happy yes. to have you here in person. I do listen to you on the radio with More to Life, and you do an outstanding job. Thanks. So thank you for it's being who you are. great work that you do in so yeah. many ways. From you're so kind. Family. Thank you. No. Wonderful. It's we true. really mean it. We it's really wonderful mean it. to celebrate Advent with you. Yeah, and yes, yeah, indeed. here we are, right? So <laughs> we we're going to be, we'll hit the floor running after <laughs> all sure. of this. So parenting, the fun and the joy and the yeah. sorrow and the love of it all. And we think um, parenting ends, it never ends. No, we like, we like to say you are a parent forever in the line of Melchizedek. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Our, that's true. Yeah. But it's really true. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had drilled into our head, you know, 18, you cut them off, you're done. Right. You don't. Mm -hmm. you know, they're part of your heart. Mm -hmm. They're forever. And they also need our guidance. You know, in Titus 2, we hear all about, you know, the older men and women mentoring younger men and women. Well, these are the people we're meant to mentor first. Mm -hmm. We often think that that just refers to other people in our church community. Um, but really, it, it begins with our ability to mentor our children into a godly <coughs> adulthood. Mm -hmm. you, the problem yeah. is, is that I can remember yeah. when our children, our firstborn got off and got married, and he wasn't asking me for advice. Right. Yeah. And I said to Jim, he's not asking me. <laughs> and Jim said, that should be your first clue. <laughs> he knows what you're going to say. Like, Joey, he's heard it all. He knows where you're coming from. And he, like, wants to do this on his own. Fail if he might. And that's it. What are you going to do? How difficult is that for parents? Yeah, oh. it's, it's a different setup, right? I mean, once they hit right. a certain age, so you're involved, but it's a different kind of involvement versus being a young child. Mm -hmm. I mean, in adulthood, there's more choices. I mean, they're leaving and they're cleaving in their lives. What do you mean that we continue to disciple them? Yes. Well, we, we disciple them, uh, first of all, with our witness, you know, that, that we are continuing to grow. You know, we don't think that we are, you know, a completed project. <laughs> just because we're we're older than them, or uh, you know, have a little bit more experience than they do, you know. So we're we're continuing to uh, invite God into our own lives, so that they can see God working in our lives and us doing that work of healing and and growing. Um, secondly, I think we want to continue. We want to find ways to support them, and and really the best way to do that is to ask them what kind of support they need. Mm. I think one of the big mistakes that parents often make is that you know I'm going to come in and support you the way I want to support you, and you're going to mm. enjoy it. Mm. You know, and then we get mad at them because they don't. Um, you know, so really stepping back and, and recognizing that they need certain things from us, but they sometimes need us to give them the space to tell us what that might be. Mm -hmm. And then we can be there for them in those ways that, you know, and, and we, we, we mentor them in a sense by, by supporting them in, in, in the areas that we can, certainly. Um, and, and creating that space where they can make choices um, and we're continuing to pray for them, I, and ideally if they'll let us with them. Mm -hmm. um, and, and as I said earlier, witnessing with our own lives, with the power of God working in us. Yeah. You know, being that, that friend, not in a like, let's go out and have beers mm -hmm. kind of way. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. in some ways you can have mm -hmm. that kind of social life with them. Yeah. But if you had a friend who was yeah. hurting, heartbroken, needing some guidance, you wouldn't just come in and like do stuff mm -hmm. for them. You'd say, how do you, or lecture them. them. You know, mm -hmm. how are you doing? What do you mm -hmm. need? Is there anything mm -hmm. I can do for you? And we think that as parents, because we've been authority for so long, that we shouldn't be doing that. But these mm -hmm. are adults. These mm -hmm. are people we do want to have a loving, mentoring friendship with, a heart friendship with. And I think that's where parents get in problems is that they don't stop 
being that, like controlling, um, being overly helpful, um, where then you say you're changing and I'm changing and this role is changing. I mean, we're still mom and dad to you, but I have to respect you in, a, in, in your formation as being an adult and you're going to make choices that maybe I don't agree with and, um, and that will be hurt, hurtful to me. But I'm still going to love you and I'm still going to be with you. Yeah. And, but sometimes if you don't do it my way, we pull up the stakes and the, the whole relationship gets jeopardized. Yeah, yeah and, and we can't make our whole relationship contingent upon our adult kids doing exactly what we want them to do, exactly what we, when they, you know, the yeah. way we want them to do it and when we want them to do it. It's, we, we have to let them kind of feel their own way and we come alongside and support them however they'll let us. But, mm -hmm. but letting them know that we want to support them, I think is a really important message to send. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what Jesus gave us the example of. You know, he didn't, he didn't come in and do what the Pharisees really wanted mm -hmm. him to do, which is saying, these are the rules, follow them. Mm -hmm. He's, he guided, he ate with, he accompanied, he'd walked with, he developed relationship with every life he ever touched. And then he could form, mm -hmm. then he could instruct. Right, because it seems like one of the key themes in your book is, you know, really understanding the soil in the relationship and the depth of the soil in order to address these things that are so critical for you that you really want to get across. Um, and saying you don't really have enough revenue in that to do that. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, you know, is the, is the, is the soil deep enough to plant the tree I want to mm -hmm. plant in it? Or, mm -hmm. or another way to put it, you know, is is the is the glass big enough to hold the everything I want to pour into it. I mean, mm -hmm. so you know, we'll, we'll get parents calling the radio program, for example, all the time, or, or for that matter, the, the telecounseling practice. And, and they'll say, you know, I, I wanted to talk to my kids about the faith, or I wanted to talk to my kids about the fact that they're living together, or, or whatever. Whatever right? life choice. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll say, well, how often do you see them? You know, well, we see them, you know, maybe once, once or twice, uh, you know, a month or, mm -hmm. or, you know, during the holidays or whatever. And I said, well, when you get together, what do you talk about? It's like, well, you know, just current events and things that happen. It's like, well, to go from that conversation to, the, you know, a deep yeah. life choice conversation mm -hmm. or a deep faith conversation, it's too big a jump. Mm -hmm. um, and so what you end up with, it's like trying to pour a gallon of milk into a shot glass, mm -hmm. right? And it spills all over the place. And so, and then, and then what we end up thinking as parents is, well, well, you know, the problem isn't that the glass is too small. The, gla the problem is my technique. So maybe if I pour it faster this time, it'll, and then I end up with another mess. Mm -hmm. Or well, I'll pour it slower this yeah. time, you know, mm -hmm. or I'll, I'll spin around three times and then pour it. In. And the problem is the glass isn't deep enough to contain what I want to pour into it. Mm -hmm. And so I've really got to step back and say, how do I work up to the kind of relationship I can have with my son or daughter that I can discuss these kinds of things and it would, and it would seem like it makes sense. Mm -hmm. that it would be a natural tra uh, you know, progression as opposed to you know, just staying in the shallow end of the pool uh, most of the times when we do see each other and then suddenly trying to push them into the deep end mm -hmm. uh, and then wondering why they're getting offended. And right. I'll say this, it's so important as we sit here together right before Christmas mm -hmm. to remind parents you haven't been having these important mm -hmm. conversations all year, mm -hmm. please don't do it at the Christmas right. dinner table. Right. It won't work. Mm -hmm. It'll just create, you know, a hullabaloo in front of all the relatives and very hurt feelings that you'll spend months trying to put back together. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and, the, and, the, and one thing on that, you know, um, when we say that, parents get really disappointed. 
You know, they think, oh, well, but this was my one shot. This was the chance. And, and they think that because we're suggesting that they not use the holidays to have that big conversation, that we're telling them to do nothing. Mm -hmm. What we're telling them to do is, is to till the soil. Mm -hmm. to prepare the ground for the deeper conversation that they want to have later in the year, for example. Because, you know, uh, we, when, we, when we see that problem, the, the, the thing our kids are doing that we want to talk about it right now, we want to make sure that those, that those seeds can be planted, that they can really take root. And so we want to use the other times when we're not having those conversations to really pull the rocks out, to pull the weeds out, mm -hmm. to, to, to break up the ground so that we can plant those seeds. And so over the holidays, really creating some beautiful family memories, mm -hmm. really being able to listen to them and, and, and getting a biting your tongue when you want to say those things mm -hmm. and just being mm -hmm. empathetic uh, and, and receptive to what they're saying and really using that time to build up relationship, that's, that's doing something. That's mm -hmm. doing an important something. It allows you to then keep building on that relationship to get to the point where you can plant those seeds that you want to later on. What, what happens in relationships is everybody's so busy, right? Mm -hmm. And so your children, well, I can't, I can't see you, I can't get together with you, I'm just really busy. And mm -hmm. we're busy, right? Our lives are busy yeah. and full. But everything has to be intentional. <laughs> we have to intentionally make time to be. What are our children really saying to us when they're so busy? When they say, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Well, there are two things. You okay. know, it could be they're really busy. Yeah. And what they're mm -hmm. really saying is, but if mom and dad, you could come along <clears> side <throat> of this, you know, if you can come to my daughter's skating practice and mm -hmm. we could sit and talk, right. I could fit you in because mm -hmm. life is insane and mm -hmm. they want a million things for me and I'm losing and my mind. And we've got to be flexible enough could, to be willing to do that. Yeah, with I them. need right. to be a flexible mm -hmm. mom and come alongside when, where I can. You know, that could be the genuine thing. But mm -hmm. if you're getting that pushback of, I'm just using it as an excuse because I don't want to have to deal with you, mm -hmm. yeah. then you have to say, okay, why are they avoiding? You yeah. know, what are those rocks and weeds in yeah. our garden that and have that to point, be taken out? You really have to recognize the fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, in our garden. <laughs> I mean, at that point, like, you know, so, so if they're not letting you come alongside, if you say, well, I'll come to the kids' practice, or I'll yeah. come to you, you know, those, uh, let me come alongside of you, and they're like, oh, well, no, because this and that. What they're really saying is that for some reason my relationship with you is depleting me. Mm -hmm. You know, I either don't feel supported or I feel like I have to take care of you or there's unresolved issues that we have to sort out. But, but some, for some reason me being around you feels depleting. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to not, not be offended by that <coughs> and take that personally. I mean, nobody likes to hear that. But I think that, that if we're able to reckon with that um, and acknowledge that there are some issues there and, and commit to working through them, that gives us a way forward. But unfortunately, what we see most parents of adult kids doing is they just sort of say, oh, well, my kid stiff-armed me, so now I'm not allowed, to, I'm not going to come, I'm not going to try anymore. You know, mm -hmm. They don't appreciate everything I've done for them. I'm not going to bother. They want to be adults. I'm going to leave them alone. But what they're really saying is, uh, you know, there's stuff that I, that we need to work through before I would be willing to let you into that level. Are you willing to work on that with me? Mm -hmm. um, and they don't come out and say it. But if we, if we can respond to that stiff-arming in that way, then the walls come down pretty quickly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then would we, if they don't say that, I mean, you're articulating what they might be seeing or feeling. It, you do a lot with phraseology and how to say things. Mm -hmm. So either we could, if we're not getting what we think we should get mm -hmm. or deserve, <laughs> then, then, then we can just chill out and say, I'm, I'm not going to go into this relationship. Or we just continue to lecture and go after them. But there's an in-between place, yeah. which is what you're saying. You know, how could I serve you, or how could I be more helpful? How can yeah, I hear well, you? you know, what's I would love, I would love I like to be. To articulate yeah, I'd, I'd love to be in, in a. I'd love to be closer with you, mm -hmm. and, but I see that there are things coming between yeah. us, and I don't necessarily know what they are. 
but I, I want you to know that I recognize that and, and I really do want to work through that with you whenever you're ready. Yeah. You know, I, I want to be able to hear whatever it is that you say to me, you have to say to me. I, I want to be able to work on whatever you want to work on and, yeah. and when you're ready to do that, I'm here right. for you. So when they say, well, you never listen to me. Mm. Since well, I was a kid, you know, I, I, but that's good. It's progress, right? Yeah, yeah, it's progress. Progress. Yeah, I'm sorry you felt like that. I'm after, listening now, right? And right. you know what? There <laughs> is a phrase we are actually right. allowed to say as parents, and it does not diminish us. Mm -hmm. And diminish us. Yeah. It's I'm really sorry. Right. Right. I'm sorry mm -hmm. if my own woundedness or the busyness of my life mm -hmm. or the fact that I didn't have eight thousand parenting books right. that you guys have now. Right. I messed up, right? But I mm -hmm. love you, yeah. and I do want to work yeah. through that with you. Yeah. I want to help us heal that so mm -hmm. that we can have a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for <sighs> us in the That's busy, big. and we're busy, and they're busy. We'll say because I just miss them. Mm -hmm. I yes. mean, we, I just miss. I just want to see you, and so we'll say, why don't we meet halfway? Yep. You know, well, I'll meet you halfway. We'll, you know, you go an hour, we'll go an hour, and we'll hook up and just we'll grab dinner, fun. and just sit with each other and be with each other, and then clip and go our way. Don't make anything big out of it. You well, know, and, and, we, and, all and, and, we often and really think it has to be right. those big family dinners that we mm -hmm. had with our grandma mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, it has to be mm -hmm. where can we meet each yeah. other, fill that gap with each Thank other, the, meet each other's needs. One thing that we've found is, is, is uh, the technology is a mm -hmm. great way to fill oh, some of those gaps. I mean, so, so, you know, one of our adult kids lives in Orlando and mm -hmm. we're in Steubenville, Ohio. And mm -hmm. so, but we'll have a weekly family meal with yeah. them via, you know, FaceTime mm -hmm. or Zoom, you know, where we'll just put the, we'll, we'll have our dinner and we'll put the computer on the table yeah, and right. they'll eat their meal and we'll eat together mm -hmm. and we'll just talk and we just have to, a family we meal. We get to Google know? on our grandson and we get to, you know, have these conversations yeah. and we get to see how much he's learned, you know, mm -hmm. how much language he's learned that week and we tell funny stories and, you know, I'd still love to be able to hug them, right. but they're but there. But there's a touch point you can connect. We do connect mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. a wonderful thing to be able mm -hmm. to do. And there are people who, you know, when we, we give this advice on the show, they're like, well, well, I don't know how to use that technology. Or I don't know. Well, I mean, we can learn. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, and, and it's right. just a matter of being willing to step outside of our comfort zone for the mm -hmm. sake of that relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes that's another important thing that, that we want our relationship with our adult kids to fit entirely within our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And their life is either too big or too different for mm -hmm. it to fit there. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we draw the line right. that says, unless you're willing to fit in the areas that I'm comfortable operating in, then I won't have a relationship with you. And that pushes them away. Right. Um, you know, and, and, it might, and it might mean, I mean, and we've done this with our kids, sitting at the ball field while there's <laughs> in a tournament exactly. and we're there for five hours. hours and hours <laughs> but, in the heat yeah, and the rain. But we're just there. We just want to <laughs> be there. I just wanted to hang out with it you today. And it meant being with all these other people. But I got to see you. I yes. got to watch you coach. I got well, to, and Joy, we know. have friends who have a large seven daughters. Uh -huh. And when their first daughter was playing softball when she was like seven years old, they were lucky. They lived in the same town as mm -hmm. all their parents and aunts and uncles. Mm -hmm. And they'd have 100 people at that darn softball game. <laughs> but my kids who had no relatives yeah. living yeah. near them said, oh, Mm -hmm. Oh, isn't mm -hmm. that wonderful? So now yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. I better have yeah. my seat mm -hmm. on that bleacher yeah. and watching him play t-ball right. or you know, yeah. those things because it does matter. No, it, it doesn't does have matter. to be the always the big fancy meal. Right. Mm -hmm. And it could be at the concession <coughs> stand. We're having a yep. hot dog and chicken fingers together. Mm -hmm. And isn't this great? But it's together. Right. Yes. And that's the point of rebuilding and restoring. We're going to take a break at this point and hold you over for the final segment. It's great speaking with you. I'm sure people are really benefiting. Having meaningful, sometimes difficult conversation with your adult sons and daughters. How critical that is. How much we desire those. How much we need to evaluate ourselves and how we have been communicating, how we are communicating. So we'll be right back. Plenty more to come. 
Don't go away. with Greg and Lisa Popcheck addressing such an important topic of having conversations, sometimes difficult conversations, with our adult sons and daughters. One of the key things we hear all the time, you hear it as well, is just, you know, the brokenheartedness my child's left the faith, left the Catholic faith. How could this possibly be? I mean, I took them to church, um, they received the sacraments, and it's like they've left the faith or they just don't seem to get it. And you speak about being sacramentalized and not uh, necessarily evangelized. What do you mean? Well, yeah, so, so actually we got a call on the radio program the other day from, from a mom who said, you know, my daughter is Catholic, but she's living with her boyfriend and she's doing this. And, she's, and I said, well, let's step back a second. When you say that she is Catholic, tell me, you know, <laughs> does she go to church? Does she, does she live her faith in other ways? Oh, well, no. But we took her to church growing up and, and we, you know, she went to Catholic school. And said, well, but what is she doing now? Because the point, the point we were trying to make with this mom is that she was engaging her daughter um, on the level of one person of faith to another person of faith. Mm -hmm. And she was really assuming that her daughter was better developed faith yeah. spiritually and had more of a relationship with God than her life actually showed. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in the book we really talk about the importance of not just assuming that because our kids were sacramentalized or because we took them to the church that they ever developed a relationship with Christ and that, that we have to look at the way they're actually living their life and the choices that they're making yeah. and meet them there yeah. instead of just saying, hey, you know, the church teaches thus and such and you're not doing that. Yeah. Because if, if we start there and their life isn't reflecting a desire to live out those principles, mm -hmm. then they're, they're just gonna tune us out and think mm -hmm. that we don't know where we're coming from. So, right. so really understanding yeah. um, what, where they're at in their yeah. faith. And, and God did that for us, right? You know, mm -hmm. there was all of this religion of the time. And he realized, they're not getting it. I guess mm -hmm. I better become incarnate mm -hmm. and actually spend time with them and love them and show them physically how loved they are, how cherished they are, and who they were created to be like. Mm -hmm. And so being able to move past that, they should because they went to Catholic school. They should yeah. because I got up every Sunday morning and got them to Mass. They should because we did the rosary every day. There is no should, there mm -hmm. is what is. Mm -hmm. But we're always called to introduce them to a relationship with God and with us as a reflection of that, mm -hmm. one of healing and one of love and really teaching them what they deserve mm -hmm. and that they deserve better than yeah. what they're settling for. And you don't want them to have a relationship with God rule-based. You don't want them to have a relationship with you rule-based. Yeah. I mean, you want a relationship that's intimate. That's you want right. a relationship that's growing, that's alive, that's organic, that it's like, and it's becoming, right? Yeah, it's conversion. Well, and, and, it's, and I think sometimes that's a, uh, that's a wake-up call to me as the parent, to mm -hmm. say, what kind of relationship have I had mm -hmm. with God in the church? Has it really been a relationship, or has it been more about doing the rules, uh, mm -hmm. following you know, the, the things? And, and, and you know, if, if I haven't developed that relationship with God myself, then I haven't been able to give that to my kids, and that's where I want to start. I want to start looking at, how do I relate to God in the church? Mm -hmm. Is it a real relationship? Do I, do I really feel God's presence in my life? Do I hear His voice? Uh, and do I know how to respond to His call in my life? Because if I don't, then, then I'm not going to be able to convey that um, to, to my kids, and I want to start there. Greg and Lisa, thank you so much. Excellent. Thank God we have tomorrow. Yeah. There's so much more to this. 
such an important topic of the ongoing conversation. Hopefully we can have that conversation with our adult sons and daughters and so many issues to kind of look at. And as we're focused upon our children, say these are so critical things for you to know, it comes back on us mm -hmm. and it kind of says, wow, did I teach properly? Did I have conversations? Did I put the person first or just other things first in this relationship? How can we build now? How can we get more soil to plant the conversations we really need to have? Having meaningful, sometimes difficult conversations with your adult sons and daughters is available at EW10RC.com. God bless you. God bless all of your loved ones. You're an important part of this family. You're never alone. You're always at home with Jim and Joy. Bye now.